I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike home kit is out now. Buy it today along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today. Discover the new three-step pro partial range specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial. Available at Walmart. Carnage, episode two. Welcome back. Got a couple of cracking guests. So um, I say let's get into it straight away. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a treat, an absolute treat of a show. Um, first and foremost, welcome back to Carnage, episode two. Um, feels like I've been doing this for years. I'm a pro now. Um, I've got a show lined up today with two of my buddies. Um, I don't, they don't need an introduction, but we've got Rory repping Chelsea. Rory, how you doing, my man? It's an honour to be here, Grace. Thank you. Oh, mate, me. it's an honour for having you, mate. Honestly, it's brilliant. I'm so nervous. This is mad. But we go. And many of you, many of you will know my my main man, Boovy. Um, how you doing? Man City. How you doing, Boovs? Not too bad. Not too bad. Boovs, it's mad because people think me and you, like, literally hate each other. Like, it's it's a mad feeling that like, people think that like, we're over oh, having digs at each other. But people don't know that me and you... We go back three years now, like 2017, we've done the Man City preview, Charity yeah. Shield, I think it was. Do you remember? Yeah, hate's and a strong word, mate. Hate's a strong word. Hate is a very strong word, man. We we bounce off each other. Is that fair? Is that a fair way of saying it? I think we yeah, bounce I think off so, yeah. yeah. I've always I've always maintained that uh, you know, football's not serious, we're not footballers ourselves. And if we pretend to be anything other than just people that have an opinion, then then that's all we are anyway. So you might as well have a bit of fun with it. Absolutely. And, you know, again, to the guys that I really look up to in terms of fan media, I mean, Rory, there's not a channel, there's not a radio station that he's not fucking on. Do you know what I mean? Everyone knows Rory. <laughs> but how are you getting on, Rory? Busy man, I know. Oh, really good, mate. Really, all feels uh, all feels good. Excited about the season. I thought England were good last night. And yeah. I'm on uh, I'm on the second episode. Didn't quite make it onto the first episode of Carnage, but I'm on the second one, so I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, was the first. What a load of rubbish. Well, yeah. well, you guys are busy people. I've been messaging you. No, 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 it's not about being busy. Well, I wasn't true. asked, mate. I well, definitely well, wasn't. 
wasn't about being busy. I wasn't asked. No, 100% you were. Who was, we'll on, who was on the but first episode? We'll move on. But um, it was Rance. And there was a reason behind Rance because he got me into the sort of industry, so to speak. Okay. So that's okay, why. I'll, I'll, okay, we'll, that's we'll the only that. reason. But look. We start with the Man United first, fans. Right? That says a lot, doesn't it, Chris? First and foremost, it's easy, isn't it, Booths? We can just chat shit about them, get them out of the way. Do you know what I mean? This is the real deal. We're talking, you know, City and Chelsea. We're talking Premier League title challenges 2021. But well, first and foremost, well, we we're going to we we're we're get onto that. But first and foremost, guys, have you guys um, ordered or received your PS5s? No, Grizz, I'm an adult. This is mad. I was so happy to get you guys on board because... Everywhere on social media, everyone's talking about PlayStation 5s and waiting at their doorsteps like delivery or Uber delivery that's going to give them their PS5s. What's going on? Adults. I'm talking adults, people. I don't get it. I'm in a couple of WhatsApp groups and they're all going mad about PS5s. Somebody's ordered one uh, from, I don't know, a particular store, Curry's or somewhere, and they've run out and he's livid because he had it on pre-order. Geezer's married with a child. Like, What are you doing? It's it's insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, Boo, if you're into. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely into gaming. I love the art form of, of, of a video game that's well, well made. I love, obviously, social games like FIFA, Call of Duty. My issue is that if I started playing it, I wouldn't have time to do what I wanted to do in life. Um, I saw my PS4 as soon as I moved to London. There's just no time in the day. There's what no do you want to do in life? Uh, just chat gas with you guys on podcast, mate. <laughs> Best way, isn't it? And get paid for it. It's the best way. Do you know one thing about what I love about us, and I'm going to include you guys in this, right? Because we've done enough shows on on 90 Minutes, Big Up 90 Minutes as well. It's like we really say how we feel, like, and we're like this off the screen as well. We don't hold back of our opinions. Like, Even though we're mates, we'll slag we'll slag each other off, no problem. We just give our opinions, and off we go. We don't claim to be right all the time. Um... Okay, I'll speak for myself now here when I say this bit. You know, I, I hold my hands up when I'm wrong. Used to have slight issues with that, I know, from chatting to you in the bar. But, but we see we see how it goes today. First and foremost, I think we're all glad that the international break's over, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, always, they're always fairly torturous affairs compared to what we get with the Premier League. But it felt, it felt awful, this one. It felt like it came at a really bad time. And it felt like it went on forever. Is it, I think England have been in tournaments for less time than this uh, international break lasted. It's, um, I mean, I don't know how your respective cl- clubs have sort of been dealt in this international break in terms of injuries and COVID. Any issues with you guys? Because I don't want to talk about mine because it's going to get depressing. But So I'd rather talk about other people's issues and dramas in their clubs. Anyone yeah, know of any about, dramas issues? I'm not sure about I'm not sure about Chelsea, but but Man City. I think we're we're quite lucky. I think Aguero's back, uh, close to fitness. I think De Bruyne got through both both Belgian games. Obviously, Martinez isn't a, a developed enough manager to not need to play Kevin De Bruyne in every single game that he plays. So De Bruyne, I think De Bruyne got through. Um, uh, and obviously Foden, Foden as well. That was really 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 impressive. I think yeah. I think we need to I think we need to touch on Foden's performance. I think yeah. you know we talk about coming of age performances and I get it was Iceland but Iceland have been stubborn for many a team right and I thought Foden was magic yesterday I mean Rory I don't know if you're a fan of Foden I've I I am I actually I I wasn't quite sure what his best position was I wasn't look he's obviously a very gifted football player but 
it's very difficult to judge him because he doesn't seem to get enough game time at Man City and doesn't get the run of games where you can build up that level of consistency. But he was phenomenal the other day. Um, he's, a, he's a perfect example, actually, of nurturing talent and not rushing them. Like, you mm. know, I've been aware of Phil I feel like I've been aware of Phil Foden for about five years. But it's only now that he seems to be getting that chance. Whereas Jack Wilshire was really hurried, really rushed. And look how his career's gone. You know, you're getting the best out of Foden. It's exciting. I mean, yeah, I, as, as, as Kevin says on the, on, the, on the comment, Kevin's a Liverpool fan. I was delighted Foden didn't play against us. Has that ability to unlock most sides. I was absolutely so glad that Pep didn't pick him against us, Booths. What did you think yeah, of the, when, the other week when we played each other? I don't get it. He was fully fit. There was no injury concerns. He wasn't even playing many games previously. Uh, and obviously, he tore, I think he tore you guys apart. He obviously scored against you guys at the back end of last season when obviously you weren't really fighting for anything, but it's still a very, very good performance. I, I, the, thing with, the thing with Phil Foden is is I think it could, could go one of two ways. If, if the England national team has developed in the way that the FA and England fans think it has in terms of you know all the youth structures of England uh, English football playing out from the back and, and having a philosophy as opposed to maybe a few decades ago where we didn't have that sort of united vision of how to play football, then Phil mm. Foden's popped into this. I, I look at Joe Cole in 2006, 2004, um, when he was coming through, there wasn't really a position for him sometimes at, at England level and, and arguably at club level after. He's obviously a brilliant spot at Chelsea. Sometimes maverick players don't always fit in and that's the issue. But I think Phil Foden, if he can settle down at Man City on the left side, where David Silva left, yeah. um, needs to be looked at as an Iniesta type player. And obviously Iniesta, you guarantee he starts every, every single time uh, at Barcelona on the left-hand side of a three. Uh, there's no reason why Phil Foden can't do that for England. It's just, are we ambitious enough to try and do that and try and have a two floating playmakers like Man City, Barcelona and Spain have had in the past? I, I th- you're probably talking about Grealish as the other playmaker? Yeah, potentially. Grealish yeah, and Foden? I, yeah, I, I, I was there for the uh, for the icing game when we lost in the Euros and, and how bad it was. And we didn't have any playmakers on the pitch. We were still relying on Wayne Rooney. Deli Ali. I don't think he's a playmaker. I think he's... It's hard to explain with Deli Ali. I don't, I don't see him as the same ilk as Grealish and, and Foden. Um, I think Madison's beyond them too. I think I think Grealish and, and, and Foden for me are w- way above Madison's level, in my opinion. Uh, Mason Mount yeah. is a different position, um, but he's a very balanced midfielder. He's a fantastic midfielder. But I think those two players, if they'd been at, you know in their prime at Euro 2016, that's ironically the game that would have got uh, the players that would have got us through that game against Iceland. So it was ironic that last night it was against Iceland because they were yeah. fantastic, right? really fantastic. I love the way you put in Mason Mount in there to sort of trigger Rory and didn't put him on the same level as the other two. No, I, but I think it's fair comment. Position, isn't he? He's not He's not a playmaker in the same way as Phil Foden. They're a completely different skill set. I'd argue, you know, obviously Rory knows more than me. About uh, I'd argue with that first before I get to Rory because Rory's definitely going to argue with you about that. I'd say, I said Mason Mount is can be developed into a playmaker, but I also agree with you that he's not right on the level of um, uh, Jack Grealish yet um, but we get Rory's views on that obviously being a Chelsea man 15 minutes could save you 15% or more oh that's a cheer we used to do in softball uh what it's uh actually Geico whenever someone hit a triple we would wave our bats and yell 15 minutes could save you 15% or more but we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs annoying the phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Uh, I think Lampard's 
done something very intelligent with Mason Mount because Mason Mount is integral to the Frank Lampard blueprint. The way that Lampard wants to play the game, Mason Mount is integral to it. He's played. Mm. Nobody has played more games for Frank Lampard as a manager than Mason Mount. Wow, he's, is that he fact? Him, yeah, he picks him all the time. Amongst him, all picks, those stars and internationals and everything, Mason Mount's played the most. Picks him all the time. Had him at Derby. You know, really does, really does embrace Mason Mount and makes him an integral part of what he's trying to achieve. So much so that at one point he was playing him out of position. He ended up playing him on the wing. That really didn't work. Uh, he's not a winger, but to accommodate him, he's dropped him deep into midfield, playing alongside Kante, and that's been where we've played our best football this season. But Kante and Mount together is is brilliant. It's so tenacious, so many tackles, wins yeah. everything, so much energy. And then just in front of them, you've got Kai Havertz, a bit more silk, a bit more guile. And it's a real nice balance. And I think England could actually knit. If Southgate watches that Chelsea side, he could nick that blueprint, I think. Mm. You know, you play Mount plus probably Henderson. Yeah. Mount plus Henderson with Grealish in front is is good. Yeah, but it's like Boovy says, Boovy said, sorry, about is he brave enough to do that? And is he the right man to lead this, what seems like a pool of talent coming through suddenly? I think he, right, he, we he had, is. Whether he, he is, do you know what, Grizz? To the stage now, Gareth I've made my feelings perfectly clear on Southgate very regularly. But I'm actually going to, I think it's time that me and people like me put a sock in it. Because okay. whether you think it's whether you think Gareth Southgate is the right man to lead England into a tournament is actually neither here nor there now because he is going to lead England into a tournament. So now is a time to pledge unilateral support and back Southgate to the hilt and get behind this team because mate, this is a young, exciting crop of players with a bit of luck, with the right management, with the right system in front of a home support at Wembley. A lot of the games. It can happen, but it's not going to happen if people like me keep sniping about it. So I'm yeah. done. I'm for, I'm now Team Southgate. Okay, that's fair enough of you. I mean, like you know, normally we associate Boovy with changing his mind. Boovy, what do you think Rory just said? Because that's surprising. Because Rory was quite vocal. No, Rory and I, I think Rory and yeah. I are completely uh, the same on the same page about uh, uh, Southgate. We had a discussion about it on a previous show before. I think England are very, very good at wasting generational talents, uh, you know, generations of yeah. talent with the likes of Sven and Roy Hodgson. Um, I, I don't know. I, I look at Real Madrid sometimes and obviously their fan base are very, very fickle um, and they always call, you know, get the white flags out when managers aren't doing very well. But their, their sheer ferocity of, 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 of how they treat certain people it demands a level of respect, a level of, of success. And I think being too romantic for Gareth Southgate, who, you know, bottled bottled big moments for England as a player, uh, bottled one of the biggest moments of his managerial career he'll ever have as a, 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 a World Cup in the semi-final against Croatia, where he didn't, I don't think he got that system right, even though he won the up. Mm. You know, we were, we were 60 minutes away from the World Cup final, which would have been, you know, unbelievable. Um, I think he's got to be held to account as one of the most important you know, roles in the country of, of the head of English football, essentially on the pitch. Uh, he's got to be held to account. And the year is, is a massive statement of where he is as a manager. Yeah. yeah, but not now, Booth. Whether he should, held to account after that, absolutely. But there's no point in holding him to account as we enter a tournament with this crop of players, is there? There's no point in me okay. and you having a conversation telling, and, and, and saying and, and casting shadow over what he's doing and getting the people who are watching this video to potentially have the debate, potentially agree with us, 
we don't need a swathe of emotion going anti-Southgate as we build up to a tournament, do we? Well, look, there, there are big moments in history, aren't there? And there's always time to analyse. I think if we go into the, the, the tournament against what the Czech Republic and Scotland as the two sort of lesser teams in that group, you know, no no disrespect. If, if we line up with five at the back, no creative midfielders, Jack Grealish wasn't even on the plane, then we are we are able the, the night before to criticise and say, what you know, we're not particularly happy about this. And, and I remember doing that for the semi-final against Croatia and thinking this lineup was a little bit too potentially negative and some of the substitutions weren't right. So I think, I think, I think judgment, I mean, look, let's be real. We're not going to, Southgate's not going to be watching this video the night before the Euro 2021 tournament. I think it's our right well, to we say, say that but the way it's on the day. Mate, this is carnage. Do you know what I mean? And I imagine that Southgate is a subscriber. Do you know what I mean? If he's not, he will be seen after seeing you still in here. But listen, I think we've spent, I think even the viewers and listeners who say you've spent far too long on England and international, everyone's pretty tired and fed up of it because of the the nature of it in this in terms of putting it at such a, a busy season already and then fitting three internationals in every break, which I think we've never done before. Usually it's always two internationals, right? And they've managed to squeeze an extra international and the extra workload on players like Kevin De Bruyne played. You know, and he's he's been carrying a slight knock, hasn't he, Boofy? So, you know, he wouldn't have. It's not ideal. I'm sure Chelsea have got loads of internationals. You've got like a 50 year old centre back, haven't you? That that needs. He, he's been like, play, he's played a lot of football up. as well. But Do you know what I mean? He, he's played too much football, but he's he seems fine. He's 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 actually changed the season for us. You know, well, him and gonna, Mendy is what's changed the season. Brilliantly segued into it because this is what I call professionals. You fucking professionals, you are right. So we're going to segue into into title talk and this is why I got you lot of course you're my best friends but you're also my fiercest rivals um, I believe this season um, City was always you know we've done the preview shows we've all chatted about me and uh, us and City Chelsea we kind of writ off I think Booths uh, at the start of the season we were undecided because of their manager because of the maybe some of the calibre of signings where are you now Ross? Would you? How are you feeling now? We're actually a quarter of the way into the season, I believe. I think that Chelsea are now second favourites for the league. Wow, second favourites. Um, I, th- I still think that Liverpool. <laughs> I still think Liverpool are going to take some beating. I know that it all feels like it's falling apart, but you know, sometimes you become. Um, you know when you know when you. F- what, what do they call it? You become conditioned, don't you? You yeah. know how like people in London are conditioned that Pret's good when everyone knows it's rubbish, but for some reason we're just conditioned that we think it's good. I think that's what's happened to me with Liverpool over the past three, four years. I used Liverpool to have the same at such a have, level. I used to have the same thing about Chelsea under Mourinho. That's the, yeah. that, I know what you mean, that aura almost. Yeah, I've become conditioned. Like, I can't yeah. shake the fact that it doesn't matter what happens to Liverpool, aside from the obvious, aside from Klopp. But whatever else happens on the pitch, I th- I am now conditioned to believe that Klopp has the answers, and therefore still put Liverpool, despite the horrific luck they've had of late, I'd still put Liverpool's title favourites. Okay, but I think Chelsea are more of a threat to Liverpool than Manchester City. Chelsea will finish first or second this season. One, that's that's a fact. <laughs> um. Boobs, I know you disagree. Uh, off air, I just want to hear it on air now. Like, tell him, like, I mean, I, I, I've got him in the conversation, but for him to say second favourites, what, what's your opinion on that? 
look, I think Roy's uh, bang on with his sort of the, the confidence he's got in Chelsea at the moment. I think, yeah, Thiago Silva, Mendy, they're fantastic players and they're going to get them in the top four. That's a massive achievement for Lampard uh, to stay in the top four uh, and maybe try and, you know, do something in the FA Cup. But, um, but let's be real, Man City and Liverpool are, are cut above um, uh, any side this season. People forget City started a week after everyone everyone else because of the Champions League run-in. Um, that's definitely delayed our, our sort of getting up up to momentum, sorry. Um, and we had opportunities to beat Liverpool. Uh, I thought we were the better side against Liverpool a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if we beat Spurs this weekend, I think we're actually, we're, we're getting even closer to being favourites. I think Liverpool are still head, head, uh, head and shoulders above everyone else. If we beat Spurs comfortably this weekend, which is a big if, of course it is. Like Chelsea don't have the experience in that squad yet to win, a, to win a Premier League, in my opinion. They've got some fantastic players. They've got a potentially decent manager, a, a potentially decent manager. Oh, um, he's come round to Frank Lampard, has he? That's, well, that's the nicest thing we've ever denied, said about him. I've never denied he's got potential. But, you know, you know, I had potential when I was un- under 12 footballer and obviously I didn't turn to a footballer. Everyone's got potential. Um, <laughs> Lampard's been given way more uh, remit because he's a legend of Chelsea and, and if his CV was from the Dutch league, you know, or uh, the French league, he wouldn't be given an opportunity at such a massive club as, as Chelsea. So, you know, the proofs in the pudding with Guardiola and Klopp, both both guys have won nearly 50 trophies as, as managers in their career. That That's where the proof is. Whoever finishes above the city this season will win the Premier League. I'm, I'm 100% sure of that. Well, I, I, think, I think it's fair to say, I think most of what you said about Lampard initially was is quite fair in terms of is because he's a Chelsea legend, very much like Ole at United. He's been given the leeway and the time and everything and and the patience and the funding and the backing. Um, Roman has backed him and he's backed him to the tune of Rory. What was it this summer? To the tune of... I I don't know the figure off the top of my head, but it's got got to be a couple of hundred, doesn't it? Yeah, I'd say about 200 million. But remember, that's all off the back of the hazard, like... Look, I don't find the financial chat, and I don't know enough about it, so it'd be disingenuous for me for, yeah. for me to start talking balance sheets. I don't know. I don't care. I like the game. No, we're definitely just, not going to balance sheets on this show. Just caveat, though, it is all the hazard money. Like I think we've only spent ten million quid more than what we got for hazard. Look, fair play to you, because if you got it, you know. F- Flaunt it, buy it, do what you want with it, right? It's your money, right? That's not a problem. We're not going to go into the financials on carnage. No way. That's the last thing we do, right? Numbers on this show. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support because we know you have people depending on you so you can always depend on us. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What I was going to ask you is about these signings. Who's stood out and who's not been quite what you expected? I know it's early. I know it's only eight, seven, eight games in, but who stood out for you at the signings and thought he's better than I thought? Or and who's Tiago Silva is the one that's done that. He's he is a a cut above, you know, he's he's a phenomenal player, uh, so assured. So it's all so easy, you know. You know what it's like with a good centre half. It's so easy. Uh, he scored. He scored the other day for us as well, and that was definitely my moment of the season so far. Something okay. that he definitely deserved. He's come in and totally reshaped the team. We've obviously got to give less glamour, but got to give an honourable mention to your question here to to Edward Mendy. 
totally reshaped our back line. Uh, it, 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 you can see the difference in the way that the entire team play because they've got a keeper they trust. Well, so those two... Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, also, <laughs> do you know what, Grizz? Again, I've kind of got to mention Hakim Ziyech. I know you asked for one, but Ziyech also deserves a uh, mention. He's, he's been phenomenal when he's played. He scored goals in both competitions, Champions League and Premier League. Um, dazzling talent, electrifying pace, so much skill. Again, there's another one. If, if if I'm forced to pick one that hasn't quite lived up to the potential, look, I'm not writing anyone off. Not yeah. writing anyone off. It's just he hasn't hit the ground running because he is a young player who has a lot to learn in a new country. I'm going to say Kai Havertz. Singles of silk, you know, little, little uh, whispers of the brilliance that will come, that, I, that will undoubtedly come. But as of today... He would be the one that is hasn't performed. You know, Chilwell has been brilliant. Ziyech has been brilliant. Silva's been brilliant. Mendy's been brilliant. Werner's been brilliant. Ziyech um, has been brilliant. The only one that hasn't been to that level would be Havertz, who's been good. Yeah, no, that's fair comment, I think. I think that's fair comment. I think you've been fair in your assessment as well. I'd agree Gilberto Silva uh, is a man. Um, you know, he's a... Uh, He's won it all. He's seen it all. Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva, yeah. So look, the main thing is the surname, right? So, we, right. So, so, yeah, but he was a great player as well. Very good enough. player, Gilberto. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. underrated. We've, we had a super chat uh, from Waltzing Matilda. Thank you for the super chat, who's got some news for you, boobs. Apparently, Peppers extended his... Um, if anyone else in the comments has con- confirmed that, He's, he's, he's extended his contract. Breaking news, live exclusive thoughts of Boovy on that. Uh, it's not confirmed. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been on the. Um, the oh, isn't it? But, but I, I think it's it's one of those. percent I think I think one year makes sense for him and the club. I, I don't like as a fan. I'm not going to sit here and say I wanted to do a one year deal. I don't think one year one year is nothing in football. Um, I wanted two at least two years. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's a one year deal with an ex- uh, option to an extension, but. Um, it's kind it doesn't of solve uh, any of the questions, does it? You know, you know the questions that opposition fans like me will ask about Man City and Guardiola. The one-year contract doesn't doesn't it doesn't stop me asking the question, does it? No, and I don't. The thing with Guardiola is where some managers, you know, let's say Ferguson in the in the mid nineties, the late nineties, he didn't. Uh, he wanted to answer those questions for fans. I think he, you know, he he put pen to paper. He committed himself. Arsene Wenger the same. I think Guardiola is a very, very shrewd guy. I think he knows he's in the modern game where he can get ma- massive salaries. He can move around quite easily. Clubs will bend to him. Uh, there's more money in the game. I don't think he cares. I, I think I think if he really was humble for the opportunity at City, he, he'd 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 make um, uh, moves towards the club to say a lot longer. One year is a very sort of apprehensive kind of move, isn't it? It's you know you take a really you know you take a hot girl out on a date and then you, she kind of says yeah let's maybe do a second date. You don't want to hear that, do you? You want to know for, for sure there's going to be a second, third or fourth date. Uh, um, one day, move. One day it will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like to plan in the head. I like to know at least that there's going to be four dates, five dates, then, then we can do it and we can um, we can go from there. But uh, look, it's better than nothing. I think Pochettino coming in is an idealistic fantasy for me. I, I, I'd love him to come in for four or five years. It's, it's probably not going to happen. He's probably going to get snapped up in the next year. We're going to have to live with Guardiola and hope that he can 
he can really rebuild the squad and we can get some exciting manager in like a Luis Enrique potentially afterwards uh, to keep on the incredible momentum that we've, we've had in the last 10 years. Well, Owen, Owen Dunn, Podiep, and sorry if I've ruined your name. I usually do, man. Apologies. Um, Man- Manchester Evening News breaking the news and the Times as well. Pep signs one-year extension. I'm with Rory on this one in terms of it's, 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 it's as you were kind of thing, isn't it? The only thing it's kind of sort of says is, is he's there for another year. Like literally, I mean, it, rebuild. Is he going to be part of this rebuild? It doesn't. Would it fill you with confidence if you was uh, a, a City fan, Rory? If your manager, after all this speculation and everything, and Chelsea and City do need a mini rebuild, right? We all agree with that, right? So, is Pep committing himself to this rebuild, or is he saying, "No, I'm going to try win as whatever I can with this team, and if not, I'm out." I don't know. I don't think a one-year deal suggests that he's there. For, well, it obviously doesn't suggest he's there for the long haul. Um, I just don't quite understand why he doesn't commit. If he is intending on being there for the next three or four years, why not commit? I'm just surprised, really, that Manchester City are up for it. I can see what's in it for Pep. It's another year, another year's security, another year's money. Well, I get it. But, oh. you know, if, if from, from a Man City fan or club owner perspective, that wouldn't be on offer from me. I'd want total commitment or... Look, they're Man City. They can get any manager they want, virtually. So I don't see why they're being held to this by Guardiola. And whatever way you look at it, I know you can spin it in various different ways, but whatever way you look at Guardiola's tenure, even taking into account all of the success in the league, there is still a glaring error and a, and a huge hole that's shaped like the European Cup. And until that's rectified... I don't even know if they should want him this badly. Well, no, you can see why. The, no, no, I, I, I don't know about that personally. You can see why they'd want him. He's, he's, he's the top top two or three coaches in the world. You'd want that. The only thing I could say about the one-year extension could be they may have someone lined up who's not ready right now or is in a job and has given them word booths. That could make sense, right? Yeah, potentially. I think there's a there's a lack of top top managers out there. You look at Nagelsmann and Pochettino, the two that you always link to, and you think yeah. if Nagelsmann came to the Premier League, would he make an impact? You know, he's not one of a major. Do you know, who, do you know who I was thinking, Booth? Do you remember the fellow a few years ago? It felt like due to be by Munich man, but in that hands he flipped too good. Fellow that got Ajax that he should have got to the final. What was his name? The Ajax manager. Yeah, the bold the bold guy. No, I forgot his name. Yeah. Hen, yeah, hen, yeah. hen tag, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's happened with him? Like he's still. I, I don't still think it's quite as clear cut as there's only two. And and also, Griff, going back to where you said, of course they want Guardiola. Guardiola is uh, one of the best managers in the world. That's probably true, but it doesn't mean that it fits at every club. You know, you could make a case for Mourinho being one of the best managers in the world, and I certainly wouldn't want him at Chelsea. Guardiola being one of the best managers in the world doesn't mean it's a perfect fit for City still. Uh, it, it, the issue is that if you look at if you look at the club, the way the club plays um, uh, at the at every level, uh, from the women's yeah. uh, women's academy to the to the men's academy, uh, <sighs> every level is trying to play Barcelona football. That, that's just the fact. I'm not trying to say Man City have got this kind of Johan Cruyff mentality in the 90s and the 80s. Of course, we didn't, but 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 the club certainly does now in terms of the the higher ups. 
Um, they want they want to turn it into to Barcelona, the Barcelona of England. There's no question about that. Uh, and you look at some of the signings we've made in terms of the hierarchy of the club as well from Barcelona. Um, so Guardiola staying as long as possible kind of makes sense. I, I think if you ask a Man United fan in 2013, would you give Ferguson one year deal? They 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 bite your arm off for one Absolutely. more year. Great point. Guardiola is not at that level. Uh, he needs. There's no question. Roy's right. He needs to win another Champions League. Um, he's won two at Barcelona and two of the best sort of wins in Champions League history in terms of how Barcelona played. But the Bayern Munich was was poor. The semi-finals that he lost all three semi-finals. Um, the fact we haven't even been to one semi-finals means that he's actually getting worse in the Champions League. So he does need to rectify that. But if you Boom, look at two years, I've just Rob Harris has just tweeted it's a two-year contract. Two well, that's fantastic. So basically, everything that we've discussed, we take back. Basically, thanks. <laughs> But thanks still, still two year, you know, I, I know, I know, it is a big difference, really, one to two years. But I, I want three or four years. I think it's going to take three or four years to really get a new spine in that team, get Phil Foden up to a level, get Bernardo Silva, Jesus, Diaz, all these young players. Um, but two years is fantastic. fantastic. You know, I'm so lucky. I'm so, I'm so like, we, look, I saw Stuart Pearce manage in when I was, you know, seven or eight, and. We didn't score a goal at home in 13 games. I mean, we had Joey Barton in midfield. So is that I'm, a fact? Is that, is that actually a fact, Booth? 13 it's, games? It's one of the worst records in English football in terms of not being able to score at home. It was something like 13 games wow. in a row at home without scoring. Something like that, I think. But, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Darius for sale up front. You know, no wonder. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Coles has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Look, um, before we before we continue this great chat, um, I know it's awkward timing for a lot of our subscribers. A lot of them are saying they're on their lunch and we've started fitted you in and everything. But I told you, these guys are very, very busy men and it's, and, and I'm privileged to get them on at this time. So, um, but I will ask Rory to do his special because Rory's got a special, um, uh, special talent. He's got his man of many talents, but Rory, you know, this likes thing. Yeah. 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 We can do that. Apparently can, it works. That. Apparently. How there's, many, there's, how many people, have, how many well, people are got, currently watching we, the stream? We, we've got, we've got about 200 at the moment, which is for me, how many humbled likes? by that. I, t- I can't tell Rory. I haven't got a clue, mate. Okay. But but I know I could do with some more. Do you know what I mean? One okay. Well, ones. if you could all like, hang on, do you know what? We need to be able to quantify how we're doing. Okay. So we have we're, we're one eight four watching, and we're seventy two likes. Okay. We're we're moving. We're moving. Let's get. Oh, that's, oh, we'll oh, get can to you 100. see it? Yeah. yeah. So get. Let's, let's go get to hundred. We're not saying another word until we get to hundred. Yeah. Because look, at the end of the day, it's not easy getting like the caliber of Booths and Rory's onto this, right? I know it's lunchtime yeah. on a Thursday. And many are busy and working, but I really appreciate the people already in here. Um, I'm humbled by that number, man. It doesn't mean a lot to um, anyone else, but to me, it means the world. Uh, but we're, we're going to continue. We're rocketing. Oh, that's that's the name of the game. Name of the game. Um, yeah, go on, Chris Brack. Tell him only 75 likes. Fucking pitiful. But anyway, um, so look, Pep signed two years. That's like sort of a bit of a hammer blow for me because I really thought he's going to leave. Um, I really thought um, if Pep leaves. That gives us, from a Liverpool point of view... Oh, 110 degrees. We're oh, that's amazing. Okay, You're sensational. <laughs> but, um, but Rory, Pep staying there, for me, cements their 
their place at the top in terms of challenging for every single honour. Um, but I, I disagree. Of course, I don't disagree that they can challenge for every honour. But when I, I feel more comfortable with the Manchester City that they are minus today. Pep. No, because a new person coming in with that squad, with those resources, with fresh ideas, is more intimidating to me than the current setup with Pep Guardiola. I get that, but it depends on it depends on who that is. Pep is created, and I'm going to sort of utilize about Pep now. Pep's created a style like what Bovi said throughout the club that is not diff- is very difficult to take on for a new man. The the playing style, the mentality, they're if so they one dimensional right, in the way they play. If they got it right, it's not. It doesn't take a lot to get it right there because it's a club that is set up for sheer domination. All the ingredients are in place for sheer oh, domination. Yeah. No, no, I agree. And the, and the fact that they don't have sheer domination is that that buck has to pretty much stop with Guardiola. So if they were to replace Guardiola and get in the right person, of course it has to be the right person, but just say it was the equivalent of when Chelsea bought Mourinho in in 04. If they were to bring in that particular person, City become a far more intimidating proposition than they are today. Yeah, oh, it's tough. It's very, very tough. You look at Alex Ferguson as a great example who had uh, not only the keys to the castle in terms of one of the biggest clubs in the world, obviously a bigger club than Man City in terms of its, it, what it could do. He was there for, what, 30 years and he won two Champions Leagues in 30 years. It's very, very hard to win a European Cup. It's very, it's very, very. I think it's easier to just get to a final and sometimes you just lose the final. Look at Chelsea. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for arguably fortuitous circumstances against Bayern Munich, you know, you didn't dominate a European Cup. It's very, very hard to win a European Cup. And obviously, you've done well to win one, you know, uh, Chelsea and Liverpool recently. So, you know, Pep's a very young manager. He started his career in 2007. So we're talking about a guy with 13, 14 years, you know, as a manager. He's won 30 trophies. So he's got more than enough time to, to achieve what he wants to at the club. Um, and if, if he's got two years, there's no reason why we can't win a Champions League in the next two years. I don't, we could win it this season if, if things click in the right way. Uh, yeah, no, that's that makes total sense, man. But look, fair enough. Fair play to Chess City, man. Securing them a two-year deal, two, two deal. We're coming on to Liverpool now, guys. Liverpool, uh, reigning champions. Spot above this year in terms of injuries, right? Chelsea look like they're flying. City will definitely get a boost from this pep news. 100%. It is what happens, right? Players get a boost. Um I just want your views on what the situation, what you make of Liverpool's situation. And are you kind of sort of, look, did you, are you feeling, so, is there a stage where you feel sorry for Liverpool at any stage? Go on, Rose, you go first. No, no don't do I, I don't feel sorry for the current Premier League champions and previous Europe. No, there is a, um, the only place I do feel some sympathy would be the Van Dijk thing. Because that wasn't a football, that that was that was borderline assault. That that didn't sit comfortably. The fact that it went unpunished also didn't sit comfortably. Um, the, the handling of it from the powers that be. I think the the guy who was meant to be doing the VAR, or who was sorry, excuse me, who was doing the VAR that day was due to do your VAR again this weekend, which seems a bit ridiculous as well. Um, so I, I feel like the Van Dyke one. I certainly do have sympathy. But mate, I haven't got time to have sympathy for nah, millionaires who get injured. I, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, every football club has injuries, and that's kind of the game, isn't it? It's a it's a yeah. squad game, and it's about making the most of that. 
No, that's fair enough. But would you say, Boobs, does it affect our challenge? Like, surely it does, right? You're surely you're in the boat of, sort of in terms of do City become favourites now? Let's let's try to be as 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 sort of you know fair fair as we can. Being obviously oh. being involved in the title race, what do you think? Look, you were you were obviously meant to be the the best side in the history of football last season. You were meant to win every single trophy. You ended up winning one trophy and not getting uh, over hundred points, which obviously was a massive failure in my in my estimation of how much Liverpool fans bigged up Liverpool. So if you're that good a side, uh, you should be winning the Premier League this season without Van Dijk. Uh, City won the the Premier League against you lot without De Bruyne. Um, so you should be winning the Premier League. I think Fabinho is a, is a, a world-class player. And I can't even say what position he is. I can't say he's a world-class midfielder. I think he could be a world-class defender, midfielder, whatever you want to call him. Um, he's that good, I think. So I think I think with him in mid, with him in uh, centre-back, with Henderson in midfield, you could still win the Premier League. You should be able to win the Premier League. You've got momentum. Look, if it was, if it's, you know, if Van Dijk's affected... Obviously, touch wood that he isn't. If he's affected next season, that's where it might be different. But momentum is a very big thing in football. Um, you should be able to win. The, you should be able to retain the Premier League with your current squad. There's no question about it. Some of the goals you score, the creativity you've got, the manager you've got. Yeah, you should be winning the Premier League, and, and that's why you're definitely favourite in my estimation. Still, are oh, you still make us favourites? Yeah, I mean that's that's. Cool. I mean, I, I know how you operate. Some may not know how you operate on this, but I, I genuinely think that you've sort of overblown this uh, claim from certain kids on social media that they were, they were the best team ever and that we, you know, we, we, me and you know, we, we never claim to be that. We claim to be a very good team on the level of City and on the level of the great Chelsea teams and it's always difficult to choose who was the best. Rory, I think you probably hate comparing teams of different eras like the great Chelsea of, of Mourinho. Yeah. Um, I, the, I mean, the Man City 100... The one I always go for... Um, which isn't what people expect. I always say that the Man United treble winners, yeah, no, I was going to mention them popular on, which won't be especially popular on here. But I think winning a look, mate, Chelsea won a double in 2010, and I still am amazed that we achieved that. It, when Manchester City did the treble of domestic trophies, outrageous, right? Incredible. Man United did it with a European Cup. Uh, and and that team were fantastic as well. You know, Beckham, Giggs, uh, Skulls. It was a it was an amazing team. York and Cole up front. That to me is is the best team ever. I know it didn't. I know the points tally wasn't especially impressive by today's standards, but it was by those standards. So See, the thing my, is, my take often... will always be them. I, no, that's a fair assumption and that's a fair opinion because you can't argue against those trophies and the, and the amount of trophies they won. Um, but me and Boovie often talk about well, Boovie more than me. He often, we often, he often throws the shout out about 198 points accumulated over a two season. Um, I think that's just so underrated. People just don't realize and understand what it takes to get that amount of points in two, two seasons. seasons. Is irrelevant, mate. Who cares? I don't. No, but, I don't it, but it's the equivalent. Right. Of, you know when. But Booth, it's the equivalent. Do you, do, you, do you remember when Tottenham fans and and the media, in fact, used to play into this? When Tottenham would say that over the two years, the year that Leicester won the league, the year that Chelsea won the league, over those two years, Tottenham accrued more points than than the other two combined. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. 
I don't care. Yeah, but those points are, um, some people, I'm not just talking about points. I, look, some people say, oh, we finished with Man United for the last seven years. doesn't mean we've won the league every year. But those two, those 198 points were winning points for, for Premier League titles, for two Premier League titles. It's an unbelievable achievement. It'll go down as it's one of the best sporting achievements in the history of, of British sport. There's no question about it. Um, and we break all sorts of records in that first season to get to 100 points. You know, if you uh, condense the league down into old league metrics, we, we've got some of the highest point total ever seen in history of, of English football. Um, and the way we did it, the way we did it, the, the football. And here's the reality. We're talking about Guardiola's New Deal. Um, I've not seen Guardiola football as good as that since that season. It's, it has gone downhill, that standard, the pressing, the fight, the hunger, the, the, the control, the possession. And, and ironically, that's What year was that, Booth? What year are you talking about for the that's best? 17, 17, 18, I think, is the single best uh, year mm-hmm. of football for a, a Premier League champion ever. What Man United did in Europe, what Chelsea have done. What did you win that year? I won the League Cup uh, and the Premier League. League, so you did a, a double, not the double. Yeah. You did a, you double. Did a double and then a, a domestic trouble. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It is huge, mate. Huge. No, I'm going to say, look, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with him on that. In my opinion, I think that's the single most um, impressive in terms of football and domination and everything. Hundred points, but but then because like a lot of people are saying, why is and how is Grizz and Boovy uh, joining up here? Like it's like. You know, moving Grizz teaming up like Batman and Superman. Well, I'm going to sort of end that opinion and sort of thought because I think they've since then. I mean, that was the peak of your team. I really think you bottled it since then. I think you are in sort of um, on a downward spiral now, and I do think Chelsea are will be our closest rivals in terms of both of you. I mean, I still think we're going to win it, and I also think if we win it in the circumstances that we do this year. I think it's fair to say we are very much in the conversation in those elite teams. We're already in the conversation, but I can't say that we're better than the Chelsea team that Mourinho managed or the City team uh, Pep managed and the Invincibles. Not, not Forget the Invincibles. We're not going to mention them. Sorry about that, lads. Um, forget the Invincibles. We know that, that, that they, you know, they, were, they, were, they weren't all that. But I th- we're already in the conversation, but I think if we win the league this year, with everything that's gone against us. And I've just shown you uh, a caption. Someone's put out the players that are missing. You was out with De Bruyne and Laporte, Boofs. We've I'm got Andy. seven, eight. Oh, he doesn't count. He's a, he's a social media influencer. He's not a footballer. Come no, on. You know a, that. Yeah, I know that. No, come on. He he wasn't, Boofs. You know he, he wasn't that good. It's all that season. He was a World Cup winning left back. But, um, but look, moving swiftly on, right? I think, um, I think we're just favourites. Um, Chelsea have definitely come up, in my opinion. Um, I think they'll run. I think it's going to be a fantastic race, lads. I really think it's going to give us amazing content. That's the main thing what we're looking at, right? It's going to be so close because last season was boring, right? Liverpool was so fucking good, right? It was boring. This year, it's going to be real good. It's going to be exciting. Quick, quick prediction for the weekend before we go because I think it's going to be a fantastic weekend of football. Chelsea have got Newcastle away. Rose, what are you saying, man? Ter- terrible record at that stadium, but without the fans, I think we'll be fine. We, we win that game. Uh, Chelsea, 3-0. You're that confident, yeah? That's, I thought that's a bit of a banana skin there. But, That'll be fine. Yeah? All right, fair enough. Boobs, you've got... I think uh, Newcastle could get a win there. 1-0 Newcastle. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing because some of his random ones do come off, like one in a blue moon. Pardon the pun. Um... Go on, Boobs. What's your prediction for your team, City, on the weekend? You've got 
Uh, Spurs, yeah, I, th- look, I think massive, um, massive, massive game. game. I think Spurs have looked so impressive. I think they're, I think they're more favourites for the Premier League uh, title than Chelsea are. There's no question, in my opinion. But um, look, if we can beat, if we can beat Spurs on Saturday, um, I think we'll beat them two one. I think it'll be a, gr- a gritty performance, but I think we'll get over it. I think we've got better players than them. I think we've got a better manager than them. We play football in the right way. If we do it in, in our way, in the right way, it sets us, it sets us up amazingly well for the rest of the season. So I think we're going to win two one. It's not quite the old Pep versus Guardiola, is it? It hasn't got the same... It's closer than it was United. I think that Spurs side looks like Porto, it looks like Chelsea, it looks like Inter Milan way more than Man United. And I think that there could be a lot of... Because Spurs and City have got a a lot of history in the last five years in terms of big, big games. Obviously, the Champions League crouch header to get in the Champions League, um, the Champions League quarterfinals. Bit of history. Bit of history there. Um, We've got Leicester... Um, the pretender, Brendan Rodgers in charge, um, doing very well, flying. Confident, they think they're going to beat us. Very similar to where we went there last year uh, with loads of injuries and coming back from the World Club Cup and people thought Leicester were favourites. We turned them over. I think we're going to have still a good enough team to beat them. Um, Quick prediction. I I think we're going to win 3-1. Quick prediction from you, Ross. I think it could be a tricky one, actually. I think this could be a draw. Two all. That's usually my listeners and viewers will know that's my go to score. But yeah, go on, Booths. Liverpool, yeah, Leicester. Rory, to be fair. Yeah, same as Roy. Yeah, you think we're going to drop points? Of course you do. But um, we had to end on something like that. That's brilliant. Lads, um, we're going to have to um, call it a, a day or afternoon or whatever. It's been fantastic, man. You've really um, made me fly through this, I think. Um, I was nervous for this one because I haven't hosted you lot before. I haven't hosted. But um, I'm gonna, just going to thank you um, so much for coming on. Ros, um, what you got coming up from your channel and what you want the uh, viewers and listeners to do from, from, from what, what we can do for you? Oh, mate, that's very kind. Um, yeah, just come and subscribe. Uh, I call Rory Jennings uh, the channel. Uh, in fact, I'll leave a comment right now so that you can find it if you want to. But, yeah, come over yep. and subscribe. Lots of good stuff going on. Excellent. Wicked Booths. Yeah, likewise. I'm not as prolific as Rory, but uh, I try and get some City content out there. But I'll be probably be doing a, a Guardiola reaction video sometime today, uh, just talking about that because it's quite a yeah, it's quite a seismic uh, uh, announcement from Guardiola, which is quite cool. Excellent, excellent, guys. Once again, all the listeners and viewers in here. I know it was an awkward time and everything. I know we're usually we're evening people, uh, but still, you know, 230 people. That's that's all right for me. I'm happy. We're growing thanks to these guys. Um, Thank you for everyone for listening. And until next episode of Carnage, peace out. At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.